0: Um, on Friday, we now colours seem to be important. Like you know, here, we have colours, and we've been talking about colours. Um, I'm like one out of ten men here who've got a partial colour blindness. Um, yeah, um, don't worry. I was an electrician once, and that's okay. I know. <laughs> faith, faith. You have got to have faith. Is this? Nice. No. Um, but you know, on Sunday we. So Friday we did sort of um, look at these colours, and let me um, ask you, what, what's missing? I've made, I made a rearrangement. If you weren't here on last Friday, the, so what's missing? Purple. Um, so uh, I want particularly, um, particularly any younger ones who who maybe, what, what's this colour here? Can, can someone tell me? Any of the younger ones, if, if you're under, um, say, uh, 25, uh, what colour do we have here? Oh, come on, there can't be that many colour-blind people here. <laughs> Red. Thank you. Scarlet. They don't confuse things, huh? My young daughter came to me when she was very young. Said, "Dad, what's the 10 favourite colours in order?" And I. Oh, I had trouble even naming ten colours. Uh, but red. And we, we focused on the blood of Jesus. And it's right. And what was... What is, it, what is this colour here? Give me a shout out. Black. Black. And does anyone remember really what that represented? Yeah, death. And that represented death because we re, we know that Jesus died upon the cross. So it was the, the whole song. And... Uh, um, and, and there was it's a terrible tragedy, isn't it, that, uh, that we see God doing something wonderful. And actually, I rearranged this because there's a couple of times in the scriptures, if you've been reading the scriptures, we, it said that the disciples did not understand until after, did they? And what was purple representative of? Kingship? Kingship. Um, and in one way, um, what happened on the, on Friday really did mask or hide the kingship at the time, didn't it? But afterwards they realized that there was really a bizarre thing. it's the the cross of Christ was the coronation of Jesus presented to the whole world. We saw even before he we went to the cross, the, uh, the the soldiers would take took a bit of scarlet robe and and put it on him and, and worshipped him. Um, what else? What other symbols do we have here? We had um, we spoke about this, which was a crown, a crown of thorns, which we remember um, was meant to be an instrument of torture, um, an instrument of pain, but really. Um, That what they were doing was recognizing who Jesus was, he was because kings wear crowns, and as horrible as this was meant to be, this actually represents the the kingship of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if that wasn't enough, they had this sign here, didn't they? They had this sign which, how's your Aramaic Greek? There's a few Greeks here. Sorry, wow, there's a gift of interpretation there, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so the king of the Jews. And, and, and the, of course, the religious leader of the time got really upset, upset because don't, don't say he's the king of the Jews. That's, say he called himself the king of the Jews. But in one way, Rome, the, the authority of the world, um, represented Jesus exactly for who he was on this cross, on the... Uh, do you remember in Deuteronomy it says uh, all who die on the tree are cursed of God? And, and there is, uh, we see this all coming together. Jesus was a curse to God for us. But today we have this, don't we? We have an empty tomb. So I want, to, I want us to work out what needs to be on this cross Now, with the tomb empty, um, can you imagine this this, poor old Mary going from profoundly grieved to the point of death to this joy which she can't even understand? Um, So um, let's think. Uh, I want to make the cross something that it represents something today. Um, so, let me ask, uh, can we leave this sign up? Can we leave that sign up on the cross? Is Jesus the king of the Jews? Oh, for the king? Yeah, we can leave that cross. Can I put this back on? Um, probably a bit more blood now, but... Uh, can I put that back on? Is he still the king? Um, the thing that amazes me, you know, is... Um, in the Revelation, uh, we see we see this this image of uh, the Father, God the Father having this scroll, and you know John was so disheartened. Who can open this scroll? There's, there's no one who can open this scroll. And and then he said, Don't worry, the king the lion of Judah is going to come. And he turns around and what do they see? Do they see this sort of bright, shiny sort of no, no, there was it was the lamb that looked like it was slain, and um, to tell you the truth, um, I'm not. I'm still trying to work out whether Jesus will actually will see his scars. Um, uh, yeah, and but they won't be horrible. They won't be ghastly. In the same way that the crown represents something remarkable. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, we see the disciples. Um, after um, when Jesus goes to meet the disciples, eats the meal. Uh, what does it say to Thomas? Put your hands in my hand. Put your fingers in my hands. Put your fist to my side. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? Can I put this back on? Um, is this a good thing to put on? What's this represent? Kingship. Yeah. So we can put the kingship on. Um, I need someone creative. Um, Ruth Marshall, you come on, come on down. Because did you see how I did it before? You don't want that again, do you? <laughs> and and to be fair, <laughs> Katrina did it last week. So uh, so think, can you do something nice with that? Because um, um, the kingship. Because. Um, the resurrection means Jesus is king, isn't it? Uh, he's up there, right inside the Father. Uh, no other name apart from Jesus. This is the resurrection, Jesus. So, this is black. What does this represent? Does that have any place here? It doesn't, does it? I was trying to think. Or do I put it under here and do I hide it? Uh, but uh, no, it, there's actually, it's been defeated, isn't it? That, that ha- this, has, this black has no place here on this cross because death has been defeated. Um, um, Jesus is about life, he's not about death. So <clears throat> we can leave this one behind, can't we? Um, put it down there, away from the cross because it, this is a tricky one, isn't it? The blood of Jesus does. that have a place here. Yeah, I think it does. You, you can. I understand why you're saying I think it does because you think it's part of the crucifixion. But you know, but then it's the blood of um, there's the blood of Jesus that uh, cleanses us from all sins, and it continues on. So it really, as it's. I, I guess the thing that um I struggle with is the you know the horror of we don't even like seeing blood do we? Uh don't like talking about blood. But um but I think blood's good. Um Yeah, um I wouldn't be around without a bit of blood. Uh so uh who who's gonna come and do something with this for me? Uh stand up. You know you want to. Uh come on. I know you want to, please. Help a guy out. This is going to be terribly embarrassing. I Have to wait here for five minutes. Oh, thanks, Ray. Jeanette, would you mind? Jeanette, you know that. Uh, I'm going to have to. Get... Vivian, come, come and come on, come on. You know you want to, and we 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 want to see you do. Uh, Nicole, will you help me out. Thank you. Ah. Oh, thank... Give Nicole a clap, yeah, ah. I was getting a bit nervous up here. And let me assure you, whatever you do is going to be heaps better than what I would have done. There's a few other things I think I would like to add. And I love how how Brad uses colour to mean things um, in his art. and I would, I'm, I'm no artist, but I think, I think just because uh, it's... I think colours can mean different things at different times. Is that right, Brad, the artist? Yeah, I'll think. Ooh, thank you, that's going to help. Um, I was thinking of white. Um, and, and it's not necessarily because I think it's any different to what you were saying. Um, white does represent purity, doesn't it? Um, uh, light came on. The light came into the world. The the white. I think that has a place here, doesn't it? Yeah. Brad, would you mind? Very nice. Thank you. Um. I had to. uh, When you found this at home, um. But I think gold. Um. There's that image of, uh, in Revelation, isn't there, of Jesus wearing this gold sash. And, uh, um, of course, if the Olympics is on, I think it's going to be on, in Japan. Um, and if I go and win my 400-meter race, I'll be given what? Gold. What's the gold represent? First. Victory. Yeah. Preeminence, but victory. So, what do you think? Can that fit on there? So, if it's good for us to remember. Um, this is. These are colours. These are ways that we can remember Jesus. <laughs> He's the, He's the one who is the king. Here's the one whose blood saves us. Here's the one who, who was preeminent, and, but the victory was his. Here's the one with the, the purity. And, and what the amazing thing is, he almost takes that purity. He, well, he does. He takes that purity and he places that purity on us. How about that? Um, well, you and I, um, this is our colour. This has been our colour. But Jesus, who took this on Friday, didn't he? He took this and put it there, and he took his white and gave, because there was no white there on Friday, and he gave us the white, the purity. And so now God looks at us. He doesn't see this on Tony Kellman; He sees this white, And it looks a lot like Jesus because it's Jesus' purity. And so he doesn't see this, this is actually no longer for me and it's no longer for you. If you're in Jesus, it goes back there, left behind. But the white, through the blood of Jesus... Um, The other amazing thing, which I just still can't get over, is the fact that somehow the victory of Jesus is also our victory. He shares that with us. So we have... The only colour we can't put on is uh, this sort of kingly one. But but we do share something of that in Jesus. This is Jesus' kingly colour. You see, resurrection means... Victory is demonstrated. One Corinthians fifteen: the sting of death, the sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Revel- Revelation twenty: life beats death in Jesus. Uh, blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection. Who are those who are going to be sharing in the first resurrection? Who? This is surely us. We are the holy and blessed ones. The second death has no power over them. Why? Because it's on the floor over here behind me. That's where it is, the second death. It's over here on the floor behind me. The second death has no power over them, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. I do wonder how much of a share we have in this purple yeah, that remains to be seen. We are to share in Jesus' resurrection. 1 Thessalonians 4.14 For we believe that Jesus died and rose again and so we believe that God will bring Jesus uh, with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. I bet you know some people who have fallen asleep in Jesus. Isn't it wonderful to know that they're safe? And that one day, they will be with all of us. And uh, and the, the wonderful thing about it is, how long? Do, we only have to wait one lifetime to see Jesus face to face. We're all, we're only going to wait one lifetime. I know it's been two thousand years, but you and I only have to wait one lifetime. If Jesus comes today, I would have had to. My lifetime would have been fifty-seven years. Um, if Jesus comes um, uh, after I pass away, I still only lived one lifetime. So we all only wait one lifetime before we see Jesus. I think it's very fair. The resurrection was the big news, Acts 4.33. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. For God's grace was so powerfully at worked in them all. You see, the disciples had to convince people not that Jesus died; they saw that, everyone knew that, but they had to convince them he's risen again. Because you know why he had to convince they had to convince people? Because people don't normally rise again. That's unusual. That's only through the power of God. So here we have our colours. I was trying to think through: well, how do we now live as? In this side, see, we're no longer we're no longer in Friday. We're in Sunday. We are children of the resurrection. You and I. How do we live in light of the children being children of the resurrection? I think it's how do we live going from Friday to Sunday? How do we now go from death to to life? And we see, I think, in Titus chapter two. Um, this is. This is our Bible reading program. We've been reading the Bible together for this year. Uh, This was simply last week and it so profoundly impacted me. Titus 2.11 For the grace of God has been revealed bringing salvation to all people. There you go. And we are instructed to turn from godless living living and and sinful pleasures. We should live in this evil world with how we live Right wisdom, righteousness, devotion to God while we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ, will be revealed. Why? Because he has been raised again. He lives right now. He gave his life to free us from every kind of sin to be revealed, Um, uh, every kind of sin to cleanse us and to make us his very own people, totally committed to doing good deeds. If you're wondering what you're going to do what your life is about, here it is. Um, verse uh, 12 and 13 we are in this, living in this evil world, not hoping on politicians or not hoping on good economical economics, finances, a change in our economy. We are to live with wisdom, righteousness, devotion to God while we look forward to the hope of Jesus.